Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode. I am thrilled to be here with you. I have missed you. And I want to get right into today's topic, which is why you're feeling exhausted or tired after working out. And I can completely relate. I want to tell you a bit about how I have overcome this myself and four reasons why this could be happening. Because that's not fun, right? You're getting into your fitness and you want to either start your fitness journey or level up. However, if you're feeling fatigued and tired, well, that is going to get in the way of your goals. So today I want to talk to you about four reasons that you might be feeling fatigued. Obviously, I don't know you personally yet, or maybe I do, but I don't know the situation specifically. So remember, this is bird's eye view. So please keep exploring if these options don't work. And please also look at this as, come from this as a beginner's mind, because maybe you have heard this in some other way or someone else told you, but really it is the basics that count and really matter, okay? So why I'm also excited to share this with you is because this is exactly what I did to be able to run my first 10K. Because I went from being the girl who would skip gym class in high school because I would go to the bathroom three times and sit for 20 minutes. And I we didn't really have phones back then, so I was just chilling. And... Um, yeah, I hated exercises. I hated exercise. I hated the gym. I hated any sort of sport. And it wasn't until I was 16 and on sleeping medication that I needed to find an answer for insomnia, which is when I found yoga. And that was a long story to doing obstacle course races. And then finally, my first 10k, which to me was a big deal at the time, two years ago. Okay, and so me shifting the way I ate to support my running changed everything for me because before I was doing a very, very low carbohydrate because again, I was like, oh, I don't want to gain weight. And don't worry, I'm kind of mocking that, but I'm really just mocking myself. I totally get it if you are there right now. But anyway, so I completely cut out carbohydrates for the most part, except for veggies and I was so tired. I could not recover faster. I could not run faster. And I couldn't beat my goals, but it wasn't until I was in school actually for nutrition and I started to study sports nutrition, increase my carbohydrate intake that I was faster, stronger, and recovering quicker. So if you are wanting to amp up your fitness goals or start your fitness goals, you don't need to feel tired anymore with these tips, okay? So here are the top four reasons. I'm going to dive into each of them. The first one is not eating enough before and after big one, overdoing it, especially if you have hormone imbalance or chronic fatigue or anything like that. You might not be recovering enough and you might not be hydrating enough. Obviously, there's other hormone imbalances, imbalances, thyroid conditions, GI conditions, autoimmune, da-da-da-da, right? But we're going to look at what you and I can do on a daily basis to really get started, okay? So the first reason is before. And, okay, the first, I have on my notes, 
one number one before. So the first reason is not eating enough before and after. I want to talk to you briefly about pre-workout, okay? I want to talk about BCAAs and what to eat specifically before and after, as well as some tips. So with this, before, if you don't have enough energy and the proper energy, you are not going to be able to run or lift weights or sprint if as effectively, okay? You're going to start to lean, wane down on your energy if you don't have the right nutrients, So some of those nutrients, you want to actually have it be higher in carbohydrates and higher in protein, okay? And and, and, well, I guess, yeah, I'm going to just say that, carbohydrates and protein. You might need less fat, okay? So, but still having some. So some examples is a banana and a handful of walnuts or maybe a teaspoon of peanut butter. You might have berries, cherries, for example, raspberries and coconut yogurt, You might want to have a handful of nuts and raisins, so two-part raisins to one-part nuts. Again, you want to have the glucose, um, you know, and and fruit and berries to really be able to have energy. Then perhaps avocado toast or a smoothie, okay? So some of those are snacks. Some of them are more meals. If you're going to have a snack, make it about 30 minutes before you go on a workout. What I do is eat half an apple or you know, um, I'll have with maybe half a banana with a little bit of almond butter or pumpkin seed butter. I might have some dried fruit. And to be honest, a lot of the time I personally don't need anything because it's the timing between breakfast and, and lunch. And so I just have coffee or tea and go on with it. Actually, I use deer antler velvet, um, as well sometimes. Okay. And so what you might want to do is plan this out and I highly encourage it. Okay. Plan it out. Make sure you're getting enough food and then go do your workout and see how you feel. I used to have BCAAs during my workout. I used just something I would see on social media and now I don't at all because it's kind of a money grab in a way. It is branch chain amino acids, and that's simply protein. So just have more protein in your day. If you do struggle with that, it is a good option, though. So I want to talk to you also about some pre-workouts, okay? Maybe you know that coffee is one, deer antler, velvet, green tea, white tea. So anything with caffeine is going to enhance your performance. I also want to talk to you about some natural ways that you can have a pre-workout, okay? I'm going to be reading you some of these from my text or articles I found because I just have not memorized this information, nor do I feel like I need to. I just want to share it with you, though. So beetroot juice is one of them, and it's a really good source of nitrate. And nitrate actually um, actually is converted to nitric oxide, and then it plays a role in vasodilation and regulating blood pressure. And so increasing nitric oxide prior to exercise can be an advantage as it means your blood vessels are more dilated and this aids the delivery of oxygen and nutrients to muscles during exercise. And this can improve your exercise efficiency, meaning that you need less energy to exercise at a higher intensity. And of course, higher intensity is going to burn more calories and actually going to have a lot of really great benefits as well. We don't always need to be exercising in a high intensity way, especially if you have hormone imbalance, which we're going to get to. Okay. 
And so there are some studies that um, that I have here. So the University of Exeter in the UK found that people drinking 50 milliliters, or sorry, 500 milliliters of beetroot juice a day for a week enabled volunteers to run 15% longer before experiencing fatigue. Okay, and, the, and it says this was due to the higher levels of nitrate measured in the blood, which reduced muscle uptake of oxygen and made them more fuel efficient. A further study by the same researchers found that the cyclists given 500 milliliters of beet juice two and a half hours before a time trial race improved their performance by 2.8% in a four kilometers race and 2.7% in a 16.1 kilometer race. And lastly, University of Maastricht, I think it's German here, researchers found that 170 milliliters of beetroot juice concentrate over six days improved 10 kilometers time trial performance and power output in cyclists. Okay, so as you can see, some of those numbers are not dramatic, but it, especially if you are more competitive, it could be the, it could be the difference between that, you know, one to 10% better. Okay, and especially if you really are tracking this for yourself, it can be really, really great. So you might consider getting some beetroot juice. A lot of pre natural pre-workouts actually do have this in there. Um, so that's something to consider, okay? And then I wanna to talk to you about blackcurrant extract. So it's powder and it's in capsules and they, blackcurrants contain a high concentration of anthocyanins and this is something you want to have anyway as they're anti-inflammatory and this will actually help with muscle damage, soreness, and exercise inflammation. And so um, we have the researchers at the New Zealand Institute for Plant and Food Research, I just love that, found that 240 mil milligrams of blackcurrant extract consumed immediately before and after 30 minutes of moderate-intensity aerobic exercise reduced exercise-induced oxidative stress and muscle damage compared with a placebo. And a more recent research at the University of Chester found that seven days of supplementation with 300 milligrams of blackcurrant extract improved performance in a series of repeated treadmill sprints and also improved lactate clearance, which is the thing that actually makes um, the burn happen, right, when you're lifting something. So it's improved lactate clearance, meaning it happens faster and muscle recovery happens faster after exercise. Okay, so it might not be something that you necessarily need, but it is important to look at how can you optimize, right? So maybe you already are a... Um, someone who does work out naturally or, or you're maybe you're training for a race, see what it's like, especially with more of these natural ingredients. You guys know I'm very much a, a naturalist in that way. It can be effective. So try it out. The other one is uh, cherry juice, actually. So cherry juice is available as a concentrate or freeze-dried powder form in capsules and again, rich source of flavonoids and anthocyanins, which have a potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effect. I'm reading that part. Um, and so researchers at London South Bank University gave 10 athletes 30 milliliters of tart cherry juice concentrate twice daily for seven days prior to and two days before or two days after an intense strength training regimen. The researchers found that the athlete's muscle recovery after the cherry juice concentrate was significantly faster compared to the placebo. It is thought that the antioxidant flavonoid compounds in the cherry juice may have reduced the oxidative damage to muscles, which normally occurs when muscles are worked to their max. 
Okay, so basically, again, you're recovering your muscles a lot faster. I found another one here. So a study in runners carried out at Northumbria University, again in the UK, they found that consuming cherry juice for five days before and two days after a marathon improved muscle recovery and reduced inflammation. Another study by the same researcher group demonstrated that cyclists who consumed 30 milliliters of cherry juice concentrate for five days had less muscle damage and exercise reduced inflammation following a 190-minute cycling, cycling trial. Trail. Trial. It is trial. <laughs> so here's the thing. I am a big fan of these things. That being said, if you are simply doing a 30-minute workout at home, you might not need this because these studies are performed on athletes who are doing long races. They're doing long and intense recovery. However, if you are starting to train for, for a race, for example, if you are really wanting to take it to the next level experiment, I highly recommend it. Okay, because you only know your own body. There's studies and then you know your body. So you might find that cherry juice is the game changer for you. And so you can actually even add these in a smoothie for cherry juice, for example. Um, and that is something that is included in the post-workout, which we'll talk about now. So post-workout, you want to have something substantial, okay? You want to build because when you're lifting weights, for example, the muscles are tearing and that is how they grow when they recover. And so you want to have an ample protein and carbohydrates to be able to build these muscle back, okay? Because otherwise, if you just keep working out, you don't have enough protein, you are not going to be able to build muscle, okay? And all of us can benefit from building muscle. It is, and that's a whole other topic and really a whole other profession to be honest, okay? So what I recommend for post-workout is a smoothie with protein powder. I recommend hemp. You, and I recommend a, a very high quality uh, whey protein powder. You can definitely send me a message if you want recommendations. Maybe banana, again, cherries, spirulina, cauliflower, for example. If you want a whole seven-day smoothie recipe guide, I will link it for you in the description so you can have that, okay? Make sure you add more protein, though, to some of those recipes if you are working out. So hemp seeds even... Uh, count. You might have a turkey sandwich, maybe with some hummus and gluten-free bread and, and turkey, maybe some chicken with roasted veggies, a Buddha bowl with quinoa and tempeh and chickpeas, for example, and a bunch of veggies. Again, hard-boiled eggs and vegetables. These are going to be really, really important, okay? As for timing, post-training, this is so varied because I used to have a protein shake as soon as I got out of the gym. And to be honest, it was it was making me gain weight. I mean, among other things, I just didn't really, for myself, need to eat as much. But be sure you are eating. If you can time it between, you know, breakfast and lunch or, or lunch and dinner, then you can have a nice, healthy, ample dinner okay afterwards or again if you are doing it in between those or after dinner still have something that can help build protein all right number two is overdoing it this is something that i have seen within my clients and within myself as well so first and foremost if you have any bit of hormone imbalance pcos endometriosis even if you have fibroids anything like that 
I want you to start to... Oh, there's so many things. Okay, I, I really want you to be mindful of if you are pushing yourself too much. I work with a lot of women who have PCOS and they're the ones who are doing boxing and F45 and intense HIIT workouts and could kick my butt with that. But the thing is, a lot of the time it's backfiring. Even for women, if you are menstruating and if you're pushing yourself during the later part of your luteal phase and during your menstrual phase, it is a recipe for other imbalances. So in my book, The Painless Period Guide, which is available on Amazon and will be linked, I explain the best kinds of workouts for each phase. So really, you again, if you are already working out thyroid challenges, hormone challenges, anything like that, start small. You might need to do less intense. I actually had a beautiful client. She is in, she is in her 40s and she was having chronic acne for the past two years and one of the first things we worked on is is actually well yes her digestion but also um less intense workouts and and moving in in tune with her cycle and her acne cleared without any medication anything else okay so that is the power of that and imbalance shows up differently for all of us so you might again shorter less intense workout until you achieve balance you might also want to start small and work your way up, especially if you're just starting out on your journey or you just signed up for a 10K or 5K or a marathon. You don't need to do it all right away. Lift slowly, okay? Again, you might see someone on social media lifting really heavy weights. You don't know their journey. So start small. Maybe you just start with yoga. Maybe you just start with a walk. Maybe you just start with 25 pounds if you really want to go to 50, but your body is not there yet. Okay, so lift slow, start small, baby steps. The next big thing here is not sleeping enough. So sleeping for seven to nine hours, that's more average. There are some people who really only need five to six or some people who might need more than that. You know your range, but it's crucial, especially if you're looking to change your body composition, increase muscle mass, or you really just want to be recovered fully for the next day. Because sleep enhances muscle recovery, okay, through protein synthesis and human growth hormone release. So even sleep, and that's hand in hand with rest, having rest days, okay? So sleeping when you're dead and and Rest is not productive is old news. That is old, old news. You want to throw it in the garbage where it belongs. You must rest and sleep in order to recover, to actually get stronger. Okay, so there was another study I was reading. I didn't take the whole thing, but really just the the end result is that IGF-1, cortisol, and total testosterone ratio were higher when we were in sleep deprivation, okay? So inflammation rises when you're in sleep deprivation. And so I wanna also point out one other thing that I took a note on is during sleep, crucial muscle building growth hormone is secreted. And this hormone production typically happens during deep sleep, which is known as non-REM sleep actually. So stage three of, stage three of non-REM. And so during sleep, your muscles also relax, and this relaxation allows your muscles to be relieved of tension and can reduce pain. So if you're having a lot of pain, 
you also really, really want to start um, recovering more, get those omega-3s in, the, um, have a chiropractor or osteopath, that's, that's, I mean, that's a whole other subject. Um, but if you do actually want me to interview someone on pain management, that is not in my, uh, that's not my expertise. However, there is solutions, there are solutions for that. The other thing here is a lack of sleep can also re- uh, lower your sensitivity to insulin. And so then, as a result, the muscle fuel source, which is glycogen, may not be replenished adequately, okay? And you need this to train harder, okay? And then, of course, when insulin sensitivity decreases, your risk for diabetes increases, PCOS, metabolic syndrome, etc. So that is why you might be feeling exhausted. Of course, we didn't go into adrenal health, okay? That's a whole other topic of its own. But really, if there's one thing you can do is, or a few things you can do is eat enough before and after and experiment with it. You might only really need to eat, um, maybe it's a little bit of um, dried fruit before, and then you go crush your workout, okay? You also want to really meet yourself where you are. Your exercise can increase stress or decrease stress. There might be some days if you're having a really hard time at work or in the family and a run is actually not going to be the best thing and it's going to deplete you further versus it is going to be a thing that actually releases stress. Only you know that difference. So trust yourself with it. You don't need to push if you don't feel it. But push yourself when you do and do these things so that you can push yourself and get stronger, okay? So that's a whole other um, thing to really trust yourself on, okay? And then um, sleeping enough, recovering, and um, really the last thing is hydration. So even being a little bit of um, having a bit of dehydration can impact your blood sugar levels, which impacts inflammation, which then impacts pretty much every sort of chronic lifestyle disease there is, but also makes you feel kind of like slower and moodier and tired and sluggish. So make sure you are drinking enough water. You can measure this. I do recommend speaking to a personal trainer or reaching out to really calculate your water intake that you need for your body and your goals. But filtered clean water is a non-negotiable here. So drink up. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend. Please implement it. Be sure to grab a copy of the Painless Period Guide available worldwide on Amazon. And thanks so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.